It's time. Week seven nearly upon us. Crossover. San Francisco 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs. Predictions, storylines, and the key matchups that will decide this pretty important matchup in week seven between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming at you right now. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another Locked On Podcast Network crossover. Locked On 49ers and Locked On Chiefs. Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker here from Locked On 49ers. Chris Clark of Locked On Chiefs at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker at Chris Clark NFL is where you can find us all on Twitter. And uh, I'm pumped for this one. This one's going to be so fantastic. I do want to thank everybody for making Locked On 49ers and Locked On Chiefs your first listens every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is what we do. This Crossover Thursday episode is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's easy to play. No competing with other players. Just you versus the projections available at Prize Picks. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks. We know you will, too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. All right, for the biggest storylines here in Week 7, Chris, I'm going to let you set the table for the outlook from the Kansas city chiefs perspective. And I, I'm wondering if the 49ers might be running into a buzzsaw, a little bit of an angry Kansas city chiefs team that just came off a, a pretty tough loss in a, in a really good game against the Buffalo bills. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's gotta be the storyline is that bad loss, not bad loss, but that loss to the Buffalo bills. It was a good game. Uh, Kansas city is banged up. They have a lot of players that missed that game. Uh, and a lot of key guys, you know, you start looking at Trent McDuffie didn't play, Willie Gay didn't play, uh, Rashad Fenton didn't play, Brian Cook didn't play. All those guys play on defense. Uh, Could have helped a lot against a very good Buffalo Bills offense. Uh, and to me, the storyline is, is you're probably getting back McDuffie this week. You're probably getting back Willie Gay this week. I don't know if you'll get Cook and Fenton back this week, but they should be good to go after the bye, which is what Kansas City has after this 49ers game. Uh, but getting healthy and getting ready for this 49ers team uh, in a, a rematch of the Super Bowl a couple of years back, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Are the Chiefs missing anyone on their offense? Because right now, 49ers and whoever Chiefs are missing on defense, I don't know if that's even going to help the 49ers offense. <laughs> They've been very stagnant. But the, def- but the defense of the 49ers, they are a little wounded right now. And you talked about some of the players you're missing – like multiply that by like three and include guys like uh you know your your interior guy chris chris jones include uh 55 frank uh i can't think of his last name clark frank clark Clark, right all those guys and take them away that's the 49ers defense right now that's been hampered by injury we'll see if guys like nick bosa come back but is anyone missing from the chiefs offense I mean, they have a couple of guys. Uh, Joe Tooney didn't practice on Wednesday. That's going to be a big thing if he's not able to play, although I would imagine by the time you're listening to this, he will at least have a limited practice for Kansas City. 
Uh, he is a guy that it seems like an Iron Man, and if he plays, I think they'll be in good shape on the offensive line. Other than that, they're missing a guy I think that they figured was going to be their starting right tackle last year and probably going into this year in Lucas Niang. Uh, but he's still out. He probably he will not be back this week. Uh, maybe he's coming back after the bye. Other than that, the Chiefs' offense is relatively healthy. Yeah, injury is a big storyline here with the 49ers. Hoping, though, to get Trent Williams and Nick Bosa back this week, which would be huge for the 49ers. I mean, the best players on both sides of the ball. That's always nice to have on your roster, right, for a game, especially a game of this magnitude against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, um, you kind of want them, I would think. Yeah, it would be it'd be nice. It'd be nice to have some of those players. I saw an interview today with Jimmy Ward. He's got a club on his hand. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play this week, but eventually he'll be able to play with a club on his broken hand, and we'll see him out there for more than one play that he's played so far in the 2022 season. So that'll be pretty important. Charverius Ward's got a groin injury. We'll see if he's ready to play. So that is the number one storyline because that tilts the tides of things quite a bit, uh, quite drastically. We've seen with the 49ers last week against the Falcons. If, if those guys are, are not all out there and ready to play. Uh, and you know, Charverius Ward really wants to play in this game. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Little revenge game there for Charverius Ward. Look, I, I knew Charverius Ward was pretty good. They gave him a lot of money. I didn't realize how good he was. That dude's legit. I've been yeah, thrown away by how good Traverius Ward is. He's a good player. He's, he's been really good. And they did something with him that I didn't notice watching live, but I definitely noticed when I went to watch the All-22. And they had him shadowing Drake London. And and that's very rare, the 49ers, to have a cornerback that travels. And I know he did a lot of that for the Kansas City Chiefs, but just hadn't seen anyone do that for the 49ers, including Richard Sherman, who had an All-Pro year for the 49ers in the Super Bowl season. Uh, Traverius Ward shadowing receivers. That's that's new, uh, new wrinkle to the 49ers defense. Yeah, and I think a lot of that too is just the 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 group that the Falcons are running out there. You're not really scared of anybody, and you might as well put your best guy on their best guy, especially if you're banged up on the other side, which the 49ers were. So I'm wondering, obviously, no Tyreek Hill anymore. Has that been a huge loss for the Kansas City Chiefs? And how has the wide receiver group come together? You know, I, I saw an awesome stat today which is like, and first of all, I just want to say, this this stat isn't saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Patrick Mahomes. I want to put that out there because people freak out anytime <laughs> you mention Jimmy Garoppolo because there's such a pro and anti-Jimmy Garoppolo crowd amongst 49ers fans, and I'm sure Chiefs fans don't want to hear anything about um, any comparisons between the two quarterbacks. But I, I think it's it, it says something about how the the Chiefs offense has has changed. And I noticed the, the types of players they brought in. And Juju Smith-Schuster, he's not a downfield weapon, you know? And I think a lot of teams are trying to take away the deep ball. They're doing it against the Bills, doing it against the Chiefs. It's one of the things that's happening around the entire NFL. A lot of cover four, a lot of like, okay, you've got to beat us underneath. We're not going to, we're going to try to take away the deep ball and then come down and tackle you. And um, according to Pro Football Focus, the Jimmy Garoppolo's big time throw percentage this year is 5.1%. And it's higher than Patrick Mahomes' 4.8% big time throw. And we know that Patrick Mahomes can make big time throws, but it sounds like the Chiefs are almost embracing the, yeah, we have to complete stuff underneath and we can't have a, you know, a big play offense all the time. I think what you're looking at is you have a guy in Michael Harmon that can be that big play guy. He's been injured. He is playing, but he's got a heel injury, and I think that that's limited them a little bit. Then you have a guy in MBS who I think also can be a big play guy, but him and Mahomes aren't on the same page right now, and that's just the reality of it. He's got a couple of drops that if he would have caught him, it'd be big plays for Kansas City this year. Uh, Juju has been great underneath. Travis Kelsey is obviously Travis Kelsey. But you take a guy away like Tyree Kill, obviously you're gonna you're gonna miss that to some extent. I think Kansas City's adjusted, and I think they'll be fine. It's just a question of can they get on the same page with 
MBS and Patrick Mahomes? Can Juju continue to have bigger games? Because he played well against the Bills. All right, next, we got to get into some key matchups here in this 49ers and Chiefs Week 7 contest. But first, I want to let the folks out there know about Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question, maybe you have a milestone moment to celebrate. You want to just find something, do something nice for that special person in your life, whether it's uh, a mom or uh, you're trying to take your relationship to the next level. want to express your love a little bit. Let that love sparkle. Blue Nile can help. You make your celebrations even more memorable. Memorable uh, as the online, as the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces, priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. You can go in, and there's a specialist ready for you 24 7 blue nile has experts on hand you might if you're like me you don't know what the hell you're doing when it comes to buying something like this right you need a specialist someone who can help you out blue nile has experts that can help you build the exact ring necklace whatever it is you want to buy on your budget and the perfect gift for you and you can shop stress-free because Blue Nile has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. So make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That is Blue Nile, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com, promo code, one word, Locked On. To save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more, BlueNile.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers and Locked On Chiefs your first lessons every day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, Bet Online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I want to shout out a listener, Thad, who uh, just sent us a tweet about this football game that I didn't realize. And it was already going to be one of my key matchups in this game is how the 49ers defense matches up against Travis Kelsey, who's so hard to cover. But this game is going to happen on National Tight End Day. And what a better day to have this game with Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, the two tight end, best tight ends in the NFL, facing off. And if our listeners remember, we had a little argument about this last time, Chris, who had the best tight end in the NFL, whether it was Kelsey or Kittle. You know, I backed my guy, uh, George Kittle. You had Travis Kelsey. But, man, uh, just seeing there was a four-touchdown game a couple weeks ago. How hard is it to cover Travis Kelsey? And if you were a defensive coordinator, how would you go about trying to cover him? You know, I think that what you saw against the Raiders is probably how you have to try to cover him. And it's funny I say against the Raiders because he scored four touchdowns. <laughs> but seven catches for 25 yards, that's really – that says a lot. I mean, if you can figure out how to cover him in the red zone, I think you're in great shape. What the Raiders did is they chipped him a lot at the line of scrimmage, and I think that's what you have to do with a guy like Kelsey. You have to get him off his route. You have to get him out of – what he wants to do. The problem he creates for you is when you run zone schemes against the chiefs, he is always going to find an open area and he's going to open up for Patrick Mahomes. So it's really hard to, to cover him uh, unless you have a guy, you know, Derwin James did pretty good against Kelsey uh, against the chargers. Uh, I'm not saying he played 
fantastic the whole game, but I think he did a very good job. So unless you have that type of safety that can come down or a corner that can match up, which is really hard for a corner with Kelsey size, uh, it's going to be very hard to cover him. I think the 49ers might have the answer potentially. Is Jimmy Ward going to be back? He has a club on his hand right now. I, I saw that he was at practice, but Jimmy Ward, and, and I think he'd consider himself probably the best cover guy against tight ends in the league. And he says, everybody, I'm just locking them down. They're just not good. And, and I think he respects his opponent, but he has a lot of confidence in himself. So uh, not Derwin James in the sense of how he's viewed around the league, but if you're just talking about pure coverage safeties, I think Jimmy Ward would tell you that he's at the top. I think the 49ers do have a pretty good group. I mean, obviously, you've got Fred Warner, all pro Fred. You've got Talano Hufanga, who's come on and playing like a superstar this year in concussion protocol. We don't know if he's going to play either. I mean, the injuries situation's bleak uh, at the worst end of it. At the best end of it, the 49ers have a lot of players who could match up. You mentioned Jimmy Ward. And I still think the best way to cover Travis Kelsey is to pressure Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I, that's what it's all about. And we've seen a lot of these teams in the AFC West uh, in the entire league really try to load up on those pass rushers. Have you seen an uptick in pressure on Patrick Mahomes this year? I know the Chiefs have a pretty good offensive line, but uh, to me, it's like getting Bosa back and really getting pressure on Mahomes, try to make some mistakes there when he is trying to target, you know, make the windows closer, make the make the time a little quicker for him at quarterback because I just don't see teams really figuring out how to um, to stop that tandem when there's time. They're, they're always going to find that window that Mahomes can complete a pass to Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and you hit on one of my biggest matchups for this game, and it's really the, uh, you know, the 49ers defensive ends versus the Chiefs offensive tackles. And, you know, Bosa plays, that's huge for the 49ers. Uh, Orlando Brown has struggled this year. Uh, he's played okay at times, but he's really struggled uh, as well. He had a rough game against Vaughn Miller. Uh, Andrew Wiley had a rough game against Vaughn Miller. I mean, it is Vaughn Miller. I think he's still one of the best DNs in the league. So, you take that into account, they are giving a pressure on Patrick, and I think that's a big issue going into this game. But really, the question to me is, can they get him three seconds? If they can get Mahomes three seconds, then it's going to be very hard to slow this offense down. If, if they get to where they're giving him four or five seconds and he starts moving around in the pocket, that's going to be very, very hard and, and almost impossible to cover this offense, even without a Tyree kill. Talk to me about the Chiefs running game, Chris, because have teams been able to make the Chiefs a little too one-dimensional one dimensional at times in their in their couple of losses this season? Because I think that's something the 49ers would like to be able to do. It's like they try to do every single week, and there's been some talk, oh, maybe the Chiefs will go out and spend what it takes to go get Christian McCaffrey or something like that. Is the running back position a problem? Is, um, is the running game an issue for the Chiefs so far? Because it seems like a different guy every week, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but it feels like the Chiefs are still trying to figure out who their guy is in the backfield I don't know that they're really ever going to find out who their guy is in the backfield unless Pacheco just takes a huge step forward and gets you know 10 or 15 carries in a game and then maybe they're going to end up rolling with him uh, because of the way he runs and his style I do think that you know you look at this running game with Andy under Andy Reid and they're just not going to run the ball you know 40 percent of the time there's probably going to be closer to 20 percent in most games and the reality is, is that if you could make it to where it was even 30% or 35%, you're probably getting even better looks offensively when you're trying to pass the ball than what you're getting right now because they know that they're not going to run the ball very often. And the bigger problem that you run into with the Chiefs running game is that Andy Reid 
decides to run at times where the pass has been working and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, it's time to mix it up. Let's go throw in a running play. Uh, and then it goes for two or three yards and you're kind of wondering, okay, well, why did you do that after you've been passing as much as you have? I do think that it's, you know, when you start looking at the running backs that this team has, uh, they don't have a clear cut number one guy. I think Clyde could be an okay player. He's not a number one guy. Uh, and I don't see them going after a guy like Christian McCaffrey just because of the amount of the times that they actually run. I know 49ers fans get mad every time Jarek McKinnon makes a play because they, they spent a lot of money on him and he really didn't do much, got hurt. Uh, and, and now at least showing some signs there with the Chiefs. But still, I have a feeling like, you know, with, with Kansas City Chiefs, if, if you're leaning too much on uh, on Jarek McKinnon, it's probably not a good sign for your offense. No, but he is a beast in run protection. And it has just been so impressive to watch him be able to step in and, and pick up blitzes and pick up guys coming in. Uh, it's great. He's a smaller player, but he just he sticks his hat in there and he will go after whoever's coming after Patrick. He's a rocked up dude. He's not tall, but he he's a pretty he's a pretty he he's a pretty rocked up guy and a specimen and, and had four three speed back in his day before ACLs and, and all of that stuff. Um Croc, any other matchups that, that you're looking at in this football game, Chiefs and Niners in Week 7? Yeah, I mean, when you look at the 49ers cornerbacks, and especially in the slot there, I saw Dante Johnson playing a lot for the 49ers in that duty. And, and if so, you know, him against Juju Smith-Schuster, he's a guy that I've watched the Kansas City Chiefs do different things to kind of scheme up and get him out in space. And I watched them uh, last week put Juju Smith in a stack. So he was lined up behind, uh, you know, the X or the number one receiver. And then they kind of just did this little pick play where the one released straight up and they ran Juju straight off of his butt. Boom, caught the ball, had a nice little catch and run. So they will do things to get the ball in Juju Smith's hands. At times, he's still a very tough physical uh, pass catcher. And that's somebody at the 49ers going to have to figure out different ways to make sure that he hurt can't hurt you right like that that's kind of the x factor where you know travis kelsey he's gonna kind of get his throughout games we, we just know that and the way that mahomes is able to play off script and find uh travis kelsey in those soft spots you don't want that to hurt you but the thing that's gonna really break your back is when the others start making plays the juju smith schusters uh the maybe the sky Moore, right where he's making a potential play down the field marquez uh valdez scantling him making plays you can't let that happen limit those guys and i think it starts with uh, making sure that you slow down juju smith schuster yeah and i will say i think that that's going to be a very good matchup i'm liking what i'm seeing from juju uh, with his time in Kansas City so far, and I think he's starting to get on a better page with Mahomes. And I like what you said about Sky Moore because it's not a big play necessarily last week, but I think it was like a third and seven or a third and eight, and Sky Moore ran it out. And it wasn't that he ran it and got a first down. It was more of just the, the entire uh, design of the play. They were specifically going to a guy like Sky Moore. He's a rookie. They don't use very much but they trusted him to get it done and the route he ran and the way he ran his route is going to set up things for Kansas City's offense going forward. Is, uh, is Sky Moore potentially on the cusp of, of breakout? Like one of those players where after the buy, all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got this, we drafted this guy top 50, top 60. I can't remember exactly what draft pick he was. Um, he actually went a little bit later than I thought he might've gone. I wouldn't have been shocked if the chiefs drafted him in the first round. Um, but is there potential for him to work in there, maybe ahead of Hardman's and in, in MVS and, and maybe be a bigger part of the offense in the second half of the season? I don't think he'll surpass MVS, at least in, you know right after the bye. I think that he has kind of already been above McCall Hardman at times, uh, but that could be a lot of injury-related as well. I do think that he could have a breakout, a couple of breakout games 
coming in the back half of the schedule. If you look at what Kansas City's done with their rookie wide receivers in the past, the problem is they try to get them involved in all three positions, and that's just so hard for a lot of rookies to step in and do. Yeah, that's asking a lot. It's asking a lot for some rookies just to learn one position in the NFL. You're trying to learn the whole offense in all positions. That, that can be extremely difficult, and I'm sure Andy Reid is uh, a lot like Kyle Shanahan, pretty demanding of his young pass catchers. Uh, and so um, we will see what that looks like. I love some of those matchups, maybe a couple more matchups to go, and, of course, we will make some predictions for Week 7 next. All right, here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars and and home security your home is like the end zone and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster this is why i use and trust simply safe home security at simply safe your safety is the only thing that matters it's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back so you always know your home is safe and and the best part to me is you're able to with the with your phone and the app check the crystal clear HD live stream of your security camera. When you're inside your home, you need to be able to see what's going on on the outside of your home. When you're not home at all, you need to be able to see what's going on in your home. And it needs to look like there's I mean, so many old systems I've seen and, you know, someone gets caught red handed. You see it on the news all the time, right? Like, hey, home burglary. Look at this. And it's some terrible grainy image of somebody that could be any per human being on the planet it's like we caught you on camera but doesn't really matter unless it's that crystal clear hd which you get with simply safe and with any number and variety of high-tech sensors any door or window in your house that you feel like you need to be secured you can get that secured with uh, any sort of sensors that you need and customize your system for your specific home Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL and save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, before we get to our predictions here. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers and this rivalry. And we mentioned at the very top, maybe a little bit of an angry Kansas City Chiefs team coming off a loss to the Buffalo Bills. What might have felt like a playoff game, right? Is there maybe a letdown traveling to uh, the 49ers? The 49ers coming off their own loss. They're probably a little bit angry, maybe getting a little bit stronger. I love this matchup. I think it's a really important matchup. The Niners cannot fall below 500 they're at three and three right now and the chiefs while the afc west hasn't been as competitive as we once thought i mean we got afc seeding which is really important and obviously this is a, a super bowl rematch and on top of all of it the 49ers are having a 10-year reunion with the 2012 team with harbaugh kaepernick like it's gonna be a spectacle at levi stadium sunday like uh, I can't wait for this one. This one is a game that I think is going to be circled. It's going to be a must-watch game, and I think it's really important for both football teams. Do you feel the same vibe from Kansas City side, Chris? Is this a game where it's like this This game is super important? You know, I think you look at Kansas City, and I think when you start looking at the AFC in general, you look at the Buffalo Bills, and that's who Kansas City is going to be chasing the entire season. So every game becomes important because you got to try to keep within – you know, a little bit of a distance of the Buffalo Bills. So you have to win every single game from here on out if you want a chance to have the number one seed in the playoffs. That's going to be a long shot because they basically have to finish a game above them. 
uh, at this point. They're two games back. Uh, and then you also have to worry about the division and the Chargers right now are in the same boat Kansas City is. And so to me, I think this is important for not just the standings, but also to get back on track and go into the bye week the right way. Go in with a win. Go in with something that makes you feel good about what you've done so far this season. Croc, do you have Jim Harbaugh come in and give you the pregame speech? I think if he did, the 49ers might have a little bit better luck. I, I saw some videos floating around, and it was kind of a montage of Jim Harbaugh, and I was like, man, I miss. I he was, miss a, he was a, a special human being uh, in, in a lot of good and bad ways. A very interesting guy. He came in and instantly turned a roster that we didn't realize was as good as it was into an instant winner, like legitimate, a bully. Like this team was good from jump under Jim Harbaugh, but he ground everyone around him into a fine powder. And that ended, we saw very gloriously and very quickly in only four short years with the 49ers. <laughs> uh, wow. What a team, what, what, what a bunch of teams those were the 49ers back on track, you know, in Super Bowl mode, trying to get back to the Super Bowl. And uh, who knows, maybe it'll be the Kansas city chiefs that they face in the Super Bowl, but they've got to get through week seven first. So uh, I will let the away team start, Chris. Do you have any predictions for Week 7 with the Chiefs at 49ers? You know, the one thing that makes me a little nervous about this game is that they know the bye is coming, and you hope that they're not just trying to get to a point where they're like, well, we need to get through this game, try to get a win, but they're looking forward to being off. Uh, you can't do that against any team. I think that's really what kind of happened with the Colts game is they overlooked the Colts, and you don't need to do that with any NFL team. Anybody can win on any given Sunday. And that really is that really is true in this league. So, to me, I think Kansas City needs to come out and they need to show that they still have the offensive firepower to put up a lot of points. And if you look at the 49ers injuries, at least what they had on Wednesday, it looks like they're going to be possibly without Nick Bosa. There's a lot of other players, like you've already kind of mentioned, uh, that could be out. And if Kansas City goes into that game, they should win, and they should win probably pretty handily. I'd say it's going to be 28-20 maybe, Kansas City. Croc, uh, is is the real key matchup in this game Nick Bosa versus the refs? Are they actually going to call holding this time like they didn't do in the Super Bowl? I, you know, I, I think so far what we've seen is they are reluctant to throw the flag. I, I feel like that's one of those things they can do every single play. Nick Bosa is extremely good, and I think in that Super Bowl he had a ton of pressure. So what was it like? It was double-digit pressures he had in the Super Bowl, and I, I'm not sure if he got home to the quarterback. He's coming off of an injury. But he is a guy that is balls to the wall. He's full go, 100% every single rep, and you have to account for him. So uh, if there is a hampered tackle out there for the Kansas City Chiefs, that can definitely mean a lot of trouble for Patrick Mahomes, and, and he's rushed. Now, the good thing with Patrick Mahomes is he can counter some of that rush with being able to move. But if you kind of mush the pocket a little bit, and we'll see if, again, I talked about X-Factors for Kansas City. The X-Factor for the 49ers might be Drake Jackson, who in – Half the amount of snaps has the same amount of sacks as Aiden Hutchinson, who was the number two overall pick. Three sacks for the rookie. He's tied for the league lead for all rookies right now. He's the X factor in this game. They pay a lot of attention to Nick Bosa, and they're trying to chip him, double him. Can Drake Jackson win his one-on-one -on -one matchups on the other side? And if so, I think that can be something that kind of is kind of the equalizer in this game. Yeah, that, and I said the same thing last week. If Bosa can't go... 
Uh, I still thought the 49ers could win that game, but I wasn't going to give up the six and a half points or whatever it was that the 49ers were favored against the Atlanta Falcons on the road. And I kind of feel the same way this week. I think the 49ers could beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but they need to be at full power. They need to play a really good football game here. They got to get some of these guys back. They got to get Trent Williams back. They got to get Nick Bosa back. And I just can't see them really making this game close enough and potentially knocking off the Chiefs if they don't have that guy, those guys back. So I think we'll have to wait and see before I can really give my slam dunk prediction on this one. But uh, it's hard on paper right now with how banged up the 49ers are to predict a win against the Kansas City Chiefs with how good they are. Um, but as we know, and you mentioned it, Chris, the ball is oblong. It bounces funny. And any team, any week can win in the NFL. And I have a feeling this is just going to be a good one and be at least somewhat close. So I'm, I'm going to give it to the chiefs, but I think it's going to be by a field goal, uh, but I can't wait. It's going to be a ton of fun. Chris, always a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, looking forward to a good game Sunday. Hey, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. Looking forward to it as well. And thanks to all the listeners out there for making locked on 49ers and locked on chiefs. Your first listens every day for your second listen. How about you check out, you can watch me once again. Why not? There's You can never get too much Brian Peacock, right? The Peacock and Williamson NFL show daily right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Croc doing Locked On NFL Draft with Chris's Chiefs co-host, Brian Tracy, every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Chiefs, Locked On 49ers. We'll be back with you tomorrow right here.